You guys, it finally happened. I finally put out this this podcast. If you're hearing this, it's a miracle, an actual miracle. I can't remember the last time I had a big idea like this, and I actually followed through with it. Um, uh, but before I get into explaining everything, uh, getting into the meat, um, I just want to do a quick introduction. Okay, so my name's Anna, or Annie. Some of you might know me by Annie. My real name's Anna. The Annie thing is a nickname I tried to start in college. It kind of caught on, kind of didn't. Honestly, I don't care what you call me, Anna, Annie. I respond to both. So I'm 19, about to be 20, in like a little bit over three months. Anyways, I'm at the University of Memphis studying journalism right now. I switched my major seven times this year, so... I think I should tell you, at least in part, why it took so long for me to get this this podcast out. I'm incredibly indecisive. Um, and I know everybody says girls are indecisive. Um, but it's true. We have no idea what we want, especially when it comes to, like, big life decisions, or at least in my part. Anyways. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole right now. It's it's too early for this. I'm actually recording this at 8.56 in the morning. Yeah. I finished writing it, like, yesterday. And I was like, okay, I, I finished writing. I don't want to just jump right in. I want to take some time away from, from it and just kind of think about other stuff. Because this has been stressing me out a bit lately. But honestly, it's fine. I'll explain that in a bit. But yeah, so I'm starting a podcast. I I don't, I mean, there's not really a concrete reason or like a cool reason as to why I'm doing this. I I just kind of looked around and saw that like literally everyone and their mother has a podcast. And I was like, I got a little bit of FOMO. And I just wanted to see what the hype was about. And I definitely started brainstorming and doing everything for the podcast um, without knowing how much work it could actually be. Um, And that's going to sound crazy. But, um, I mean, if you take the podcast seriously, it's a ton of work. Um, But I guess I'll talk about that later. So, yeah, I'm starting a podcast. Um, I kind of used to have a little YouTube thing going. I have, like, what, 10 subscribers, so... I'm on I'm on the come up. I'm 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 getting there. Um I could get I could talk about that in a whole other podcast. There's it, it, it it's a it was a funny time in my life when I was doing YouTube. Um and I say doing YouTube very lightly because I was I got like maybe a hundred views and probably half of them were from me because I I thought I was so funny. And I still think I'm funny. But yeah, obviously the YouTube thing didn't turn into anything, so I'm totally unsure if this podcast thing will turn into anything like I don't know if it'll turn into something like regular I don't know do I want it to be something regular that I don't know I I kind of do but at the same time I look at my life or I look at this next year and I'm like when the heck am I gonna have a time to do a podcast every week so maybe I'll do like every other week something like that I think that'd be kind of fun so I'm doing this all by myself. I'm 
writing, um, recording, editing at all, and it's a lot. And I have summer classes in school in the fall, so I really just like can't say if this is in a phase or not. And if you ask any of my friends, I'm known for going through different types of phases. Um, <laughs> like I'm really good at starting projects for other fun little things, but I absolutely suck at following through with them. I don't know why I do that. It's something I've done my whole life. But as I said in the very beginning, if the podcast ever sees the light of day, if this thing is ever released, miracle, miracle. But I'm like so close to getting there. And I'm sitting down and my heart's beating really fast because I'm really excited. Um, yeah. Um, but what I can say for certain about this podcast is that I've had so much fun promoting it. Um, and like doing the social media side of things, I've loved experimenting with like growing an account and like kind of pretending I'm famous and like presenting this podcast as a brand. I think that's really sick. Um, and honestly, yeah, it's felt silly at times because I've basically been like begging people to follow me. And I know, I know for sure I'm getting roasted in some of y'all's group chats. I know it. I know it. But honestly, that's fine. I think. Actually, you know what? No, it's not fine. I want to go into this with 100% honesty. Um, and I want to talk about my, how my mind has gone back and forth. Uh between this whole podcast thing being a joke and actually something like I want to do. So yeah, it started as a joke with some friends a few months ago, um, but it's something I've kind of always wanted to do since my junior year of high school. So as I've been doing the social media stuff for this and trying to sit down and, you know, come up with ideas, I've had to keep that at the front of my mind that this is something I'm excited about and I'm passionate about. Um, and you know it's it sucks to bring someone down for something that they're excited about and they're and they're passionate about. Um, there's this scene in some TV show or movie, and I think it might be Friends. I think it might be Friends, but they're basically feet, or so this girl walks in, and she's like, "Yeah, guys, it's like it's my birthday. It's my birthday. Like so excited, so excited." And then another friend is like no, it's not your birthday. And then the other girl, the girl who said it was her birthday, was like, I would I would never tell you it wasn't your birthday. And I did a terrible job of, of explaining that. But that is basically, like, how I felt about people being like, what, what the heck, why, why are you doing a podcast? It's dumb. I was like, I would never tell you that something you were excited about was dumb. Um, unless it was like murder or something, then that's pretty dumb. And actually, it's wrong. So that would be a longer conversation than I'm than I'm saying now. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I was where I was gonna go with with that. Um, but I would like to take just like a little bit of time to take this core to to thank this core group of people. That have encouraged this crazy idea from the very beginning. Um, they literally heard of me making a podcast and were like, yeah, yeah, do it. Which is so genuinely great to hear from people. Um, so I encourage everybody to, you know, find those kind of people in their lives. Uh, that just like jump on board with anything you say. Um, so thank you for the people who are doing that. You've all been super cool. Yeah, very grateful. So thank you.
All right. I need to talk about the emergency press conference. <laughs> a lot of people were, excuse me, sorry. A lot of people were like super confused when I put out the emergency press conference. Um, for one, yeah, it's not a press conference. No one's asking me questions. I was literally just talking. And I realized not many people get where I was coming from with that. So I got the idea from Dave Portnoy, the guy um, that's in charge of Barstool Sports. <laughs> and he, I don't know if y'all like him. I love Dave Portnoy. So funny. If you haven't listened to the BFFs podcast with him and the TikTok boy, Josh Richards, and then that other TikTok girl, like Brianna Chicken Fry. I don't know her last name, but that's her TikTok name. Um, go listen to it. So funny. But yeah, I got the idea from him because he does these things called emergency press conferences where he'll just like talk to the camera. It might be like a live situation, like he might go live. Um, but obviously I was not going to go live on my podcast account. I could have, but I would have gotten maybe two viewers. Like, But yeah, so that's where I got the idea. It, I think it would have been funnier if people actually got the joke. But then I think another reason why people didn't really get the joke is because I looked so depressed when I was filming the video. Um, like literally people were TMing me and like, are you okay? And then the next day I went to hang out with my boyfriend or no, later that night, my boyfriend came over, and he was like, "Like, are you good? And I was like, yeah. And the thing is, I recorded it, and I didn't, I didn't watch it before I posted it. And so I, I did not know that that's how I looked. And I, at first, I didn't care how I looked, but then I didn't know that, like, I don't know, that my, that it looked like I had just finished crying. I, I hadn't finished crying. Um, but it was, it was one of those things where like you have a rough night, um, and then it like lingers into the next day. I just did not feel good the night before. Um, but yeah, so I had a rough night and then I realized like the next day I hadn't worked on the podcast in a few days or like actually even really thought about it. And then as soon as I started thinking about it, I was like, this just feels like homework. Like, and I found myself starting to resent the podcast and all my ideas for it and my motivation just dropped to like zero and so when my motivation stopped I started to feel really bad because I like I hyped up this whole thing a ton and I've been begging all my friends to post oh yes I've been begging all my friends to promote the podcast on Instagram um and they've been just so nice about it so I genuinely genuinely for like a solid day was like done with the podcast like I wanted to quit a podcast that I hadn't even put out there yet um, but somehow, and I think this is a sign that like, I kind of, I like, I need to do this podcast, but like somehow I just like was able to turn my mood around. Um, and it was because of this idea of the Dave Portnoy's emergency press conference. Um, somehow that I like recreating that in my own, like in my own way, just put like a fire back into my motivation and so I got in front of the camera I recorded the video and I posted it now looking back at it I watched it a few days ago after I posted it like a day after and then I watched it again before I started recording this morning and I do realize I do look a bit sad but honestly I was just so tired um I just had eye bags which I usually have but of course what no which I don't usually have 
Um, but of course, the day of my first emergency press conference, one of the most important days of my life, um, I had some, so that was great. Um, but yeah, but yeah, on a, on a more serious note, thank you to the, the the people who gave me some kind words. I did need it, um, and it was super sweet to like hear from people I don't normally talk to, just encouraging me. And I did tear up a bit when I was reading those comments and DMs. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It was very cool. But yeah, let's get into this podcast. So I've kind of been racking my brain to try and think of something new and fresh to talk about because I just, I hate being a copycat, which I realize now is pretty ironic because here I am with a podcast. So anyways, after a lot of brainstorming, I realized that everything has kind of already been talked about and that I should probably just start talking, I probably just need to start talking about the things I know and I'm most interested in. Um, and when, when I say the things I know and the things I want to talk about, I, I want to warn everyone that I'm in no way an authority on anything. So if I say anything wrong, um, please just disregard it. Just tuck that away. I just, I don't know if you can hear that, but I just like popped, popped my lips. Let's just pop, pop that right away. Um, so don't come for me. Don't take my advice. Don't do what I would do. Um, if you want to know the type of person I am and why you shouldn't take my advice, here it is. This is why you should not take my advice. I had a web MD phase. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And it hurts me to say that. Um, for like a full year, every time I had the slightest sniffle, I put my symptoms into the web MD, like symptoms calculator. And I even went as far as to get the web MD app on my phone. And I was ridiculed for it. So two of my closest friends at the time were people who wanted to be nursing majors. And I swear every time I whipped out the good old WebMD to put in my tummy ache into the symptoms calculator, they took it personally. We were like 16 at the time. And they were like, this is against modern medicine. And I was like, no, this is the future of modern medicine. But yeah, I did that for like a full year. And it was a dark time in my life. And I'm happy to say I've moved on. Um, I'm doing a lot better. Um, I actually now I just text my uncle, who's a doctor, when I have symptoms. And I know he's probably sick of it. Be like... Sorry, my dog is howling, so I'm going to check on her real quick. I will be right back. Okay, I'm back. Yeah, so I have moved on from my WebMD phase. So there's my little disclaimer um, before I give in or get into anything and start um, giving out advice. Um, I mean, no one's probably going to take advice from a 19-year-old, but you never know. You never know. Anyways, as I said, I'm going to talk about some things that I'm interested in and the things I know about. So I thought I would start with the most interesting thing that I know of, and that's me. Me, I'm the most interesting thing. And I know the most about myself, I think. So, I'm going to talk about me and what I've done recently. So, here we go. As we know, it's hot girl summer. And now that I think about it, I don't actually think I've experienced, like, a hot girl summer. Like, to the fullest extent it can be experienced. Um, because I've always, like, been dating someone. 
actually the summer before my senior year I was single but I also was very much grounded so I I did not participate in hot girl summer anyways um even though I can't really like truly have a hot girl summer and I'm fine with that I am not the hot girl summer type anyways like it's fine it's fine but yeah so I can't really have a real hot girl summer but I I do want to have my own little version somehow so I'm doing some things you know just like improve my physical health mental health even so I thought I'd talk about my recent hot girl summer adventures um so I I want to I want to consistently start going to the gym and here's the thing I I have a complicated history with the gym and by complicated I mean short so, I had like a intense gym phase my before my senior year of high school. Um, I went to the Y, but I didn't use any like the gym equipment besides the little run the the run treadmill things. So this was my routine for my gym phase. I would do like a like a core legs full body workout at home on like a little yoga mat I had. It was blue. I still have it somewhere. Actually, it's right next to me. It's in the closet where I am, collecting dust. So I would do that, and then I would go to the gym and run for however long I could on the treadmill. I, I did, I did like, a combination of, like, running and walking. Um, it's like the, or, like, the running and sprinting one. So I did that, and then i drive back to my house and do, like, a yoga or stretching, like, routine. And you might be asking, Anna, Anna, why are you going to the gym? Why don't you just run around your neighborhood like a normal person? I can't do that. I live on a highway and there's no sidewalk along the roads. So I literally can't do that unless I want to be like running in knee high grass. Plus, I, I like the idea of getting out of the house and and I, I had a pretty good routine um, and I, I enjoyed it. And it was something I would do in the morning. So I would wake up in the morning. I would go, um, go to the gym. I'd wake up with the sun. It was very pretty. So we're pretty in the morning, and it was almost like a a sacred and personal thing to me. I did a lot of thinking on that short car ride to the gym. But then I just, like, run there. And running isn't, like, an embarrassing thing, but, like, you can't really suck at running. I mean, you can, but there's not really a wrong way to run. Um, except your Phoebe from Friends. Um, but my, my point is the gym can be a bit embarrassing, like, there's a wrong way to do a lot of things that are done at the gym. And I know I'm not alone in thinking this whole gym embarrassment thing. And so that part is just weird for me. And I hate working out when people think, when I think people are watching. Um, because what if I'm doing something wrong? Or what if I look weird using this machine? So this gym thing is a bit of a nerve-wracking experience. Um, but but I sucked it up. I suppressed that that embarrassment um, because my boyfriend asked if I would go to the gym with him sometime. And then, you know, I was like, yeah, of course, of course we'll go to the gym together. And then one day he cornered me um, when he knew I had nothing to do. So I, I had no choice really. Plus I wanted to, I wanted to hang out with him. So, so, so far I've only gone once this summer, but I do know that I will be going back and I'm actually considering getting a membership from another gym. Um, but yeah, I went to the Y on Tuesday of this week with my boyfriend, which was super fun, not too crowded, it was good. Um, except there was this other couple in the gym as well. 
And as soon as I saw this other couple, my brain just went into competition mode. I, I saw this other couple and I made it my mission to not only outwork out them, but also to be cuter than them with my boyfriend. And I can tell you right now, neither of those things happened. Um, I would say we did a mild workout. Uh, for my boyfriend, it was probably nothing. I'm the type of person that when I work out, I just get red. And I was red. I was red the second I touched the dumbbell, the little little weight things. Um, I did not look cute. And I probably was not actually working out that hard at all. And every time we did reps of something, my boyfriend was just like, yeah, you can just do half. And, like, one part of me was super offended because, um, you know, like, I was like, um, I can do anything you can do. But then the other half just, like, looked at him with, like, pure love. Pure love. But, yeah, when I say I only did half, I, I still did a good workout because he was just doing a ton more than me. Um, so I did well with like legs and core and stuff. And I think I'm kind of good at that because I used to play competitive soccer. I mean, that was like six years ago, but I, I would like to believe that I still have some of those skills and like muscles and whatever from, from those years. So anyways, we did legs and core and then we did arms and I know I suck at arms. We did little curls and then some tricep workout and then and those are fine. Those are fine. Except for when I did them with my left hand. I, I just did not know how to freaking move my left arm. I mean, I, at this point, I wasn't sore. I mean, I was feeling like a pull in my muscles or whatever, like a good pull. and like a, But but it wasn't sore. Um, so with my left arm, I felt the most uncoordinated that anyone has ever felt. Um, and if you're right-handed and you've tried doing something with your left hand or arm, you've, you've got to know what I'm talking about. Um, it's like a uncontrollable shaky and wiggly movement it's like a spastic thing um but it was funny also frustrating and I just laughed through it because that's all you can do but yeah my boyfriend was confused because here I am doing like curls and I'm just laughing um he's used to it it's fine that's pretty much the gym experience I had and if I had to sum it up in one sentence the sentence would be this here's my summary of the gym come close I did nine push-ups yeah, this is how my first gym experience of Hot Girl Summer went. You may be asking, Anna, why did you do nine push-ups? I mean, that's fantastic, but but nine is such a specific and an odd number, and you like doing multiples of five in everything you do. Anna, Anna, please tell us why. And here's what I'll tell you, of, um, to those who are asking. What number comes after nine? Ten. Ten is the number that comes after nine. And ten is the number of push-ups I was supposed to do. But I could only do nine. And I was so close to doing ten. My sweet, supportive boyfriend is like squatting next to me. Being encouraging and everything. But I come down from the ninth push-up and I just plop. And he goes, oh. Oh. And, and that is all. But in my head, I felt accomplished. Honestly, that's all that matters. Um, but yeah. Uh, definitely will be going back to the gym. But another thing I've been kind of getting into is golfing. Yeah. It, it all started um, with just playing around a putt-putt with my boyfriend, and then we went to the driving range, and it was, like, super fun. Um, actually, no, it all started when I went to St. Louis with some of my friends for our school's wellness break. And a wellness break, if you don't know what that is, is basically like a random Tuesday. The university was just like, you know what? 
y'all can have this. Y'all can have this one. This one's on us. I'm like, thank you. Thank you so much, University of Memphis. But then you look at the calendar and you're like, um, um, Mr. University, um, where's your spring break? And they're like, um, we gave you this random Tuesday. You should be grateful. And then we're like, I mean, I guess we'll take it. But yeah, that's a wellness break. Um, but so me and some friends went to St. Louis, which, um, is like right outside of where, and, uh, one of our friends lives. And so we went there, had a great time. But, uh, one of the days we went to Topgolf and we all sucked, all sucked, except for our friend Ashley, who low-key killed it. Um, shout out to you. The next Tiger Woods, Ashley, keep an eye on her guys. Uh, so yeah, after we just like messed around at Top Golf, I was like filled with a zest for golf. And so I told my boyfriend about it and he was crazy excited. Um, and then that's when the whole putt-putt and driving range date came up. Um, so we did that. And I was obviously not a pro. But I did, like, much better than I did at Top Golf, And I was low-key pretty good at putt-putt, too. And I found myself enjoying it. Which goes against everything I've ever said about golf previously in my, my real life. Um, but there's one thing that really changed golf for me. Um, the glove. As soon as I put this little glove on my left hand, I knew golf was my calling. And I bought the cutest little glove from Academy Sports. It's white and it has these subtle pink details along the edges and stuff. And I, through buying this glove, I realized that I'm such a sucker for like girl versions of sports equipment. And I, I don't know if that sets back like the feminist agenda or anything. Honestly, I don't care. Like I got a pink tennis racket the other week and I'm obsessed with it. It just brings me a different level of like childlike joy. Anyways, I got my glove. And really that was what solidified my love for golf. That and the outfits. Um, because I would say golf brings out more out my more my fratty side. Um, but then there's also two sides to golf fits. You could go with the athletic route and go with like a little athletic skirt, like a Lululemon and then athletic polo. And then you've got the sporty chic look. Um, or or you can get the preppier route, which I prefer. So with the preppier side, you can wear like a cute little pair of khaki bomb shorts. Which I'm hoping you know what I talk, I'm talking about when I say that. Um, not like the straight khaki shorts that boys wear. Like the high-waisted shorts that like flare out around the thighs. Super cool. I've got a couple of pairs. Um, maybe I'll show you all one day. Um, so you can wear the bomb shorts. Or like a dressier tennis skirt on the bottom, like a like a white one with pleats that isn't athletic material. So yeah, and then on top you have another two options. You can go with a casual little button down with a sweater vest, or you can go with like a polo, like a collared shirt with a sweater vest. Either way, there does need to be a sweater vest. Um, I know it's hot outside, but girls, wait, we gotta suck it up. Let's be honest, we're not there to play golf. We're there to look good. We're there to scope out potential sugar daddies and we are also there to spend time with our loving boyfriends who don't know we're there to scope out potential sugar daddies um but that is neither here nor there um jack please disregard that i didn't mean it anyways so before i even played a real round of golf or whatever you call it i hit the driving range with my boyfriend i was using his clubs were just way too long for me and i like to think that the reason i didn't hit too many was because of that um, but yeah, I didn't have my own clubs and I really wanted some. So literally the next day I went and bought some golf clubs from Goodwill. 
and they're fire. They're gently used and I pay like a total of $40 for almost a whole set and a brand new nice set of clubs. It's like a billion dollars. I looked it up on Amazon. And I have no shame in buying them a good one. None at all. I do not care. Um, so for my first round of golf, um, it was just like a few weeks ago and I haven't been back. Partially because I've been super busy and partially because playing an actual game was super demoralizing. Um, I hope I'm using that word right. I've been using it a lot recently. I don't even know what it means. Um, I will look it up, but I am just going to go with it. Um, so this time I went the more athletic route with my outfit. Um, I wore a black tennis skirt and a Nike golf polo. I know. Yes, I just said I prefer, prefer the preppy route. But this day was absolutely blazing. And I don't think I was ready to commit to the button down as what I missed. Um, But through this round... I found out that I get super in my head about games and stuff. There's just a competitive side that just kicks in at some point, and I just get angry and frustrated. And I was pretty, I was doing pretty darn well for a girl. I was keeping up with my boyfriend's score for the majority of the game, and then the last hole comes up, and I just lost it. There's a little pond thing right before the green space around the hole. I think it's called the green. I'm not 100% sure. So there's like a water thing right in front of the hole, and of course I hit right into it like three times. Um, and if you've never played golf, let me explain something real quick. So when you hit the ball in the water, there's like a rule that it adds like two to your score for the hole. And the goal in golf is to not get many points. So I had six points from this darn water thing. And one of the times I didn't even hit the ball. I swung. I missed the ball. And the air from my swing just moved the ball and it rolled right into the water. And it was the most pitiful thing ever. But yeah, I got so in my head by the end of the game. Um, I like shed a tear. Or at least I got teary. I, I know I at least got teary. Um, it was just one of those moments where you're like super upset. And there's someone cheering you on. And gosh, it only makes things worse. Like, it just killed me. And I used to think my love language was words of affirmation. And this just proved that wrong. Because Jack was giving me the most encouragement. Saying everything a good partner would say. And all I wanted to do was just scream and just fall on the ground. But, but I could not do that because of the potential sugar daddies around me and because that is not proper golf etiquette, I think. Um, overall, though, did have a great time golfing. I drank some ice-cold LaCroix. It was fantastic. Um, I just didn't have the best time actually playing. But I will be going again, maybe with my boyfriend. I am going to try to drag my, my friends into coming with me, um, at least to the driving range. Maybe not real golf, but I think that would be super fun. Next thing boxing matches I know I know okay so confession this isn't something I'm really into like I'm not into boxing as a sport really I mean I kind of am and Loki I would love to have a pair of pink boxing gloves or something I'm not honest though I'm not into boxing as a sport I'm there for the drama I've seen all the Rocky movies love pretty much all of them except for the last one there's just this one part where I was like are you serious come on and I'm not going to say what it is. I'm not going to spoil it for those of you who haven't watched it. But I would recommend it. Um, but I love the Rocky movies for the drama of it all. And I just have a crazy... I have a soft spot for Rocky Balboa. For his character. He's just the sweetest. Um, he's like the perfect himbo. Um, he's just a guy who loves a girl. And he's also crazy good at boxing. And ultimately that's what the Rocky movies were to me at least. I know boys love the sport aspect of it, um, but for me, it was just a, you know, a beautiful love story. 
uh, speaking of boxing movies, though, I also love Million Dollar Baby. Oh, my gosh. That movie broke me. But it's also crazy good. Um, anyways, that whole was just to <laughs> justify why I've kind of gotten into boxing recently. But what I just talked about is not the boxing I'm going to cover. I'm about to talk about the pay-per-view boxing matches. The fights that these, these little boys spend money on to watch on a Saturday night. That's the boxing I'm talking about. So, so, so Logan Paul. So as we know, Logan Paul had a fight last weekend, last Sunday. So I guess just, yeah, Sunday. Technically this week, sorry. Um, sorry. His fight was the first boxing match I intentionally sat down and watched. And so my boyfriend had a little fight night with him and his friends. And I, I stayed away from the undercards. Um, then I came over for the main event. I think it was one of the first times I had it with my boyfriend and his friends. Um, which was, it was kind of weird. Because I went to high school with all of them. So I like know them fairly well. But like I'd never been them, I've never been near them as like the girlfriend. I don't know if that makes sense. But if you know, you know, I guess. Um, anyways, yeah, I left my house at like 9.30 to go to his house. Because Logan's fight was about to start around 10 our time and as I'm walking out the door my mom asks are you are you one of those girlfriends that just like clings to her boyfriend and has to do what he does first of all mom I'm offended like what the heck just let me do what I do but then deep down I was like gosh I'm pitiful because yes it is partly what I was doing partly but I I couldn't let her know I couldn't let her win um, so I looked her right in her face, and I lied. I was like, no, Mom, Jack wants me there. As if his happiness depended on me showing up to fight night with his friends. I had a good day. Also, Logan Paul. Ladies, we need to have a conversation about this. I honestly might need a whole episode to talk about this next question that I'm going to ask. Is Logan Paul hot? Honestly, and I'm saying this with so much pain. Yes, he's hot. It's time to mature as women and admit to ourselves that Logan Paul is hot. And I'm sorry, but it's true. And if I upset you, actually, I'm, I'm not sorry. He's hot, and, and I'm tired of pretending he's not. Um, but whatever, though. I'm not going to get into that. Kind of controversial. Uh, so there's another fight coming up that I kind of want to talk about, and that's the Battle of the Platforms fight. So if you haven't heard about it, it's a fight that's actually happening tomorrow. No, tonight. Um, but by the episode, by the time this episode comes out, the fight will have already happened. But I will do a follow-up and reviews of, and reviews of the fights um, and stuff. So I will be watching these fights tonight um, on my year-and-a-half anniversary with my boyfriend. So that's how I'll be spending my night. And I'm actually so excited. Um, but I think I'll save most of my commentary and opinions on that for my next episode so leave y'all hanging because i know you're dying to know my take on everything um so don't worry i'll keep you updated but yeah i'm into boxing now total sports girl as i was writing talking points for this whole episode and all the things i've done so far for hot girl summer i realized that everything i'm doing is literally just to spend more time with jack um i'm realizing that like killed me to some extent, like I brainwashed myself into thinking that I was doing hot girl summer when really I've been participating 
in Sim Summer. And that realization hit me right in the chest. Nailed me. Brought me to my knees. But I also realized this. Um, it's okay to simp. At least for me. I don't know about y'all. Um, but I'm allowed to. Um, I survived a freaking year of long distance. So I think I'm entitled to a round of golf with my boyfriend. Um, all long distance soldiers will know this exact mentality. Long distance just does something to you. I'm not even talking about the whole being sad because you can't be with your partner for like extended periods of time. Um, I'm talking about like the idea that you'll never, you'll do things that you never really wanted to do before. Like before this, I would never step foot in the gym with a boy. That is so, that is so embarrassing. Um, Before this, I didn't spend a Saturday night watching boxing in my boyfriend's house while his friends were there. That's also embarrassing. And I would never play golf. I, I don't think that anyone's going to understand my mentality unless they've done or are currently doing long distance. And um, if you are doing long distance, I'm really sorry. I love you. My heart goes out to you. We can do this, girls. It will be worth it. Honestly, that last part was just for me. Long distance kicked my, kicked my butt this past year. But I think I'm going to take a whole other podcast to talk about that or something. I don't know. Also, let me know what you guys want me to talk about. Um, I mean... I have a lot of ideas, but I also want to hear what the, you know, I want to hear what the people want to hear, um, for the people, totally, yeah, okay, um, I kind of think I've reached this topping point, and I've been recording for almost an hour, that's crazy, um, but thank you to anyone who made it all the way to the end, I'm hoping it wasn't too long or anything, if you have any comments or critiques, slide into my DMs at anappropriate.podcast on Instagram. Um, anything you say, um, all comments will be taken seriously. Um, unless you just tell me, like, I suck. Um, I am super sensitive, so only do me say nice things. Here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. We'll do, like, the compliment sandwich. You know, like what you do when you're a kid. Um, so compliment me. Then critique me. Then compliment me again. That's the rule if you want to DM me on the podcast account. Or, or you can just send me things you want to talk about. Send me memes. Good with that, too. Actually, while I'm thinking about it, um, a friend wanted me to ask a question on the podcast, but he wasn't, like, asking me the question. And he, In his words, he said, ask the podcast, which I don't know what that really means. Um, because there's no one to ask for me other than myself, um, and you guys can't, like, respond. But I guess I'll ask the question, and then you can mull it over as I'm taking, as I'm, as I'm talking about my answer. Um, David asked me to ask y'all this. Um, is it too early to start listening to Christmas music? Here's my answer. Here's my answer. It depends. It depends on the type of Christmas music. If you're listening to, like, Christmas carols, then yes, it's way too damn early to start listening. But if you're listening to like Christmas music made by artists, like the the Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time song, banger. Or Last Christmas, but but the Taylor Swift version. I'm gonna get hate and love for saying that, and I don't even care anymore. Um speaking of Taylor Swift and Christmas though, Taylor Swift is the reason I didn't listen to Christmas music last year, um, December of twenty twenty. It was because of Taylor. And yes, we're on a first name basis. I stayed loyal to Taylor when everyone was hating on her. So I think I've earned it. Um, anyways, 
She dropped Evermore in early December, and I'm the type of person who doesn't really listen to Christmas music until December. So, anyway, she dropped Evermore, like, a surprise on, like, a random day. I think December 11th. Um, something like that. I don't know. But, yeah, that came out, and it was all I listened to in December. I didn't need Christmas music anymore because Taylor had provided. And she has a song on there called Tis the Damn Season, and that was all the Christmas cheer I needed. Um, so, in conclusion, it depends. I hope that satisfies your question, David. Thank you for that. Um, goodness, to everyone that made it this far from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Um, it's crazy that this podcast is finally out. Um, I'm very excited for this, and I hope you are too. Like I've said, this is something I want to do for a long time, and now I just have the guts to do it. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. I'll see you all next time. Um, I don't know when that won't be, but follow Inappropriate on Instagram uh, to stay updated on everything. Um, I think I'm done. So have a great day. Here's a little kiss for you. Just kiss the microphone. Um, thanks for listening. <laughs>